0: Very, very warm good evening to everybody from fra hq uh on a week where for the first time i'd actually scripted out my uh my greeting message with a very sarcastic undertone or i suppose you could say overtone uh message uh, that i had all prepared until today where i decided in a, in a desperate attempt to be liked by people again i wasn't going to do it um instead We've got nothing but positivity, I hope. Anyway, uh, we've got fools waiting in the uh, in the wings to discuss the weekend's games, discuss midweek as well, um, and we're going to try our very best to avoid the question, who's actually in charge at Swindon Town. But let's talk football in just a moment after we roll those titles. always our tweet notifications are open if you'd like if you're watching on twitter and you'd like to get involved in the conversation and debate also facebook live and youtube live comments should be active uh no one has told me they aren't but i will just send a test saying good evening i normally do that a little bit earlier Um, hopefully that is all working fine and we're going to have a wonderful evening in the company of two of the finest gentlemen ever to grace
1: uh county road
0: starting with the man wearing the birthday shirt good evening ben
1: hello fifey how are you today
0: very very warm thank you sir how about
1: yourself well it's a very warm welcome it is a very warm welcome i'm delighted to be on today
0: and i am delighted to have you on uh obviously today very special day it was fred's birthday
1: absolutely it's the little lad's birthday birthday today yeah happy birthday um all tucked up in bed now um, yeah, eight today and uh, we're off to the game tomorrow. And he can't wait, buzzing. Oh, Fingers crossed for three points.
0: Fingers crossed indeed. And the rest of your week, been okay?
1: Yeah, it's been steady getting by. Work's been steady. Uh, this and that. Um, looking forward to the weekend, really, as everyone is.
0: <laughs> and of course, you were uh, you were at the game on Tuesday. So in a little while, we'll be able to get your, your take on that as well. You look confused as if you forgot you were even there.
1: Yeah, do you know what? I forgot about the game on Tuesday, but. Um, Yeah, I was there. I watched it. Um, I was... I was entertained. (laughs) But that's about it. Entertainment uh,
0: is the name of the game this season, that is
1: for sure. It seems to be... Yeah, it does seem to be the name of the game this season. So, uh, yeah, at least it's not got away.
0: I was sent an intro question for today, but I'm purposely going to leave it for Monday's episode, and you will understand why on Monday. So tonight... Uh, I have two intro questions for the panel. Small panel means more intro questions. Uh, so Ben, with no time to prepare, question number one. Oh, hang on, before we do that, Evening Gav, straight in the chat. I think I got that shirt, BTV.
1: Have you? Oh, it's marvellous. It? it's the net.
0: style it, icons.
1: Oh, mate, we, 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 we should... Uh, no, we shouldn't actually one day, but no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, good taste, mate, good taste.
0: Uh, so question number one, Ben. Football aside, Mm. one thing you would recommend people do on a bank holiday
1: weekend? Football aside, bank holiday weekend. um, I would recommend that people go out and enjoy the weather and stuff to do locally in their area with their families. I know it's a bit boring and wholesome, but do you know what? It's really, really good to spend some time with everyone. Um, Yeah, that's one thing I recommend to do on a bank holiday.
0: Okay, and question number two, uh, which may take a little bit more time to think. So if you need it, I'll introduce our next guest while you do. A Uh. film that you Uh. think is good, but you haven't watched it more than once and don't really know why. Oh, I'll give you I'll give you an idea. I was thinking about this earlier because uh, there was a discussion I was having about the film. Now you see me. And I've only mm. ever watched that once, and it got me thinking, that's actually a properly good film uh, about the four magicians. Uh, so I might watch that this back holiday weekend, just so I've got it a second time.
1: I know. I love Tarantino. And I'm going to say the name wrong. I'm going to butcher it. Is it. Is a Drago? Drango? Drango. But I watched it once. Yeah. Drango watched it once. It once. Well, it was brilliant. It's, there's been loads of memes that have been out, especially Leonardo <laughs> one. And I've seen it once. And I thought it was brilliant, and I've never got around to watch it again. At some point, I will. It's just, with Tarantino, it's like you're invested for the whole evening, aren't you? And it's just, yeah. I'm usually, if I watch something, I'm usually just like half doing something else and work as well. So, yeah, um, that's my choice. Drago. Django.
0: It wouldn't it be, be a Fools episode without you butchering the name of something, Ben. I honest. know, I don't know what wrong. <laughs> I anticipate so hard...
2: <laughs>
1: Oh, I wish I wish I wish it was called Barry or something like that easy to remember. But yeah, no. Anything that's got a slight, you know, uh, can be easily if anything can be butchered, it will be by me, and it's not done on purpose.
0: Let's welcome another fool to the panel. If if this if me and you isn't enough possible uh, positivity for the millions of Swindon Town fans worldwide, then this man certainly tips us over the edge. Good evening, Nick.
2: <laughs> Good evening, boys. How are we doing?
0: Very well, say yourself.
2: Yeah, I'm very well. Positive as always.
0: Positive as always. Good week?
2: Uh, yeah, nothing spectacular, you know, ticking over. But uh, yeah, on the whole, pretty good as good. life is.
0: That's good. Uh, you heard me give the two intro questions to Ben. So same to you. Uh, football aside, something you would recommend people do on a bank holiday weekend?
2: Um, on Well, on the weekend, we're actually going to... Um, Henley Craft Fair <clears throat> which is quite a good good day out, plenty of things to see different uh, I wouldn't call it necessarily totally local because it is a little drive away um, but supporting people who are producing stuff and hoping uh, to sell a few bits and it is quite a nice day out, you usually get a nice bit of food there at the same time so That's anything great, like man. that and like agree with Ben do a bit of family stuff if you can um, more important than all the material stuff time Absolutely. time with your family
0: 100% that is the best message we can give off to yeah. anyone um and uh, and a film that you've only watched once but you actually thought was really good and you don't actually know why you haven't watched it again
2: um the film i would pick is called about time mm-hmm. and i actually watched it on the way home from new zealand on the plane and it it was, uh, I'm quite, when I watch films uh, and my family take the mick out of me because I'm, like, I'm quite emotional and uh, sometimes the tears do flow. I'm quite soft with stuff like that.
0: So it wasn't it, that I was overly aggressive at the football. You're just emotional.
2: I'm just emotional, yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's a scene in there that had me going because um, there is a scene there. That it, it's about a bit sort of time travel, but it's, not sci-fi time travel as such. And there's a, there's a bit in there where the, the guy goes back with his son and plays table tennis, of all things, down in the basement. Well, when we went to New Zealand for a month, the reason we went there was to see my son, who was in New Zealand, in the house we rented at a table tennis table. And me and Dan played table tennis quite a lot. And obviously, we left New Zealand and he was still there. And that was sort of like, oh, that's a bit of a reminder there. So Aww. yeah, so yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a salty, really, mate. yeah, I, I am, and it's a really, if you want to just a nice Sunday afternoon film, about time. Bill Nye is in it, and he's always great Good. in whatever he's in. But it, yeah, it's a super little film. So. That's one I probably ought to watch again. Maybe I'll on my t- own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll tell you what. That's going to be an intro question one day, isn't it? Uh, films that have made you cry.
2: <laughs> oh God, there's loads of them. <laughs> Marley, what's the dog one? Marley. Uh Marley yeah. and me. Yeah, yeah. If you don't cry at that, you're you're. you're I, a I didn't. Person. I didn't
0: cry. Didn't I'm, oh. I'm not. I'm not a dog. Are not a doggy
2: person, extent. are you? No, no. Well, if you've if you've got dogs, you you would know uh, what we're talking about. Uh, Woody
0: says, can we film that help by having Margot and Rachel in? There we go. Um, right, gents, let's get on with the task at hand, and that is previewing the weekend's game. Yes. If there was ever a game that didn't need previewing, it's Crawley at home because they've got our former head coach. They seem to have about 17 of our former players. They've probably got a handful of our former fans and uh, and probably one of our former fan-made uh, content outlets as well somewhere along the line, but uh, but that's certainly not us, we've stayed true to Swindon Town, and if they couldn't get any more storybook as an opposition, then the day before the game, they announced Don Telford's gone to Barrow It <laughs> caught me a little bit off guard then, did it catch you on? Yeah,
1: yeah they're, they're, they're more Swindon than Swindon, to be quite honest, because the, the sort of thing that what we do is sell our best player day before a crunch game it's it's um yeah you know we think we're a basket case and we do quite well at doing that but i think crawley do just slightly pip us a little bit and you know selling your your most prolific goal scorer or you know or announcing it on the friday is um among others as well he's not the only one to come to a few of the squad players that have left as well so they've had a bit of a clear out maybe they're um trying you know they're making room for players to come in, trying to be positive on their part, but it's it'd uh, be worried, I'd be very worried if I was crawley. But despite everything that's gone on and the sale of all these players, they're doing all right. <laughs> they're doing all right, which is credit to Scotland Indy. And it's not often I say that, but I'll give him credit. He's actually started the season, they've gotten playing for him, so good for him. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Couldn't agree more. Um, on the uh <sighs> I think it's best we we start though, Nick, with us. Um, we've obviously had various discussions over the last week or two now, um, and and it it doesn't matter at this stage what what side of the fence you're on, if you're uber uber positive about what you've seen, if you if you're showing a bit of negativity and disdain towards things you've seen, um, and and whether you're you're happy with the entertainment, it, it can't be it can't be overlooked either way that, that what we're being served up um, as a whole is better. And after the way uh, it, it's difficult because it's a different season, different teams, etc. but you'd like to go into the game thinking, we've got a, a decent run of momentum behind us. You know, we, we're clearly difficult to beat, even if mm. we do leak a few goals. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. We beat Crawley. We, we would argue we're better now. Are they better now? It's, it's up for debate. So are you going into the game with quite a, a fair bit of positivity, Nick?
2: Yeah, yeah, I am. So I think we're more progressive. Um, we move the ball forward quicker. Um, we do leave gaps, obviously, which is it's, we've all seen. But we have got the ability to dig in. I mean, Forest Green was one, for example that we dug in, we could easily have lost that game. And, and probably last season we would have. So we, we have got the capability of digging in. If it just sort the team as a whole, I don't think we're playing as a complete team at the moment. Individually, I think we're playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the three centre-backs, if you, if you look at them individually, and, and I take your points you made, um the other day Fifi were about um Blake Tracy <clears throat> but on but taking him out i think he on those individual things he was poor the certain things you highlighted agreed, but overall, the three of them have played well and and there's no not really anyone that's been really poor um m- maybe Ben Ward has struggled, but there's probably good reasons behind that but seems yeah, to be
0: been fitness wise yeah minute. I think oh. that it,
2: and it's a tough old league if you're not on it 100%. We all, you know, we know that. We've watched it long enough. Uh, if you're coming from academy, he's 19 years old, um, played academy football, and and suddenly you're thrown into, you know, a proper men's game. Uh, and if you're not 100% fit, uh, well, I suppose nobody ever 100%, but if you're not match fit, you are going to struggle. So I think individually, we're looking really good. It's great to see Charlie back on the score sheet. Uh, we said oh, yeah. he just needs that one goal, and hopefully he'll be flying, mm-hmm. but overall as a team, even though you know we've done okay mm-hmm. um we're not there yet which which is probably isn't a bad thing um you know would I rather be in Jill's position one nil one nil one nil one nil, you know fair play to him but God, the football and the entertainment we're serving up. I mean, I obviously I didn't <laughs> I didn't go last Saturday because um, I went to Bath races. The races, yep. Had a really good day, And driving down the motorway. Did well, didn't she? Got the yeah, yeah. We got the first half, and I'm going yes. They don't get too excited. Oh, yes, 2-0, no. yes. Oh, shit, 2-1, 3-1, 4-1. Yeah, get on there, get on there. And then th- through the afternoon with the races, like, oh, no, what scored? Again. Oh, we scored again. Yeah, 5-3, we're all right. Oh, shit, 5-4. Oh, no. And and she said, told you, told you, don't get too excited. But, on, yeah, so, it, I mean, it was entertaining watching it on my phone, alone being there. It must have been an absolute cracker and then to finish the day off um say we had a good day more or less come back with the money that we'd put aside for the bets so that was really good in the last race sort of summed up my day following swindon i had a 14 to 1 horse that lost by a nose oh. <laughs> and i'm on the balcony going go gone go gone gone on, go on. but uh, and then we what then we stopped watched the first or well, listened to the first song from the Wurzels. <laughs> and uh, that's probably enough. We'll go now. <laughs> so we, yeah, had a great day. Good resort for town overall. Um, cracking day. Well, just just one thing I'd I'd like to say and put on record about Wrexham. I've been really critical of Wrexham and, and called them Sky United. And and you know hated some of the stuff that's going on. But you know fair play to them as a team. No problem. Um, from the feedback from the lads that went down there, their fans were brilliant. And, and and they probably deserve a bit of success after what they've had in the last 14 seasons. So I've got, got no beef with that. It's just a pity that, you know, Sky, BBC and all the rest of them are jumping on the bandwagon. And obviously, they probably do caught a bit of publicity because of people they got in charge. So I don't blame them for that. Don't like it. But, you know, fair set of fans. The lad who was on, on the pod you know, real good bloke spoke well. Like so, you yeah, know, yeah, Jared, apart but... from when we play them again, you know, I wish him well. So I'd just like to say that because I had given him a lot of stick calling him, um, you know, Sky United. So, uh, yeah, fair well, play if, to if them. Good luck. If they
0: deserve success because of what they've been through the last 14 years or so, does that mean we can have a bit of a success as well? I mean, I've had a lovely afternoon. I saw some, saw some friends today who've not long had a... Had a new baby join the family, and and football came up in conversation. And it was uh, uh, obviously my my friend up here is a Leicester City fan, and the, the conversation went. So, are you is your team and and Fife's team in the same division now? And it was no, there's still two. <laughs> between us. So I suddenly dropped in that there was three divisions last year, but uh, but no, it keep and then it keeps getting pointed out that I've not even seen us play at Championship level in, in my time supporting town. So, are yeah success maybe we're due some success as well nick
2: yeah i think we are definitely and hopefully you know let's let's hope this is going to be the season i'm yeah i'm more than hopeful then i'm more than positive we're gonna have the cracking season that we deserve
0: what he says we get loads of publicity nick just not good publicity (laughs) (laughs) no such
2: thing as bad publicity
0: With it being a slightly smaller panel, at least for the time being, because there may be one or two fools joining us a little bit later, uh, we can go into some real sort of detailed stuff. So I'm going to throw some questions at you individually, but as always, just jump in and disagree with each other as we do best. Uh, So, Ben, I'll start with you. I've not watched the episode yet, so apologies if there's a spoiler that I've missed. But in the press conference, it was suggested that there was only two injury concerns. Does that mean that Hepburn Murphy's available for selection again?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Um the, the, the two um that are out still are Clayton and uh oh what's his name? The left. That's back. Divine. Divine. Divine, 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 yeah. He's paid for five minutes. They they're the only two long term absentees. Um Clayton's still gonna be like a couple of months, and Divine's no date at all, probably. Ever, um, yeah. final um, question
0: then, Ben is after Austin's got on the score sheet, Young played so well against Wrexham, got a couple of goals, he's had a few assists as well. Does Hepburn Murphy get back in the team?
1: Oh, no, not at all. He's on the bench. If uh, what you know, what are you going to do for either one of them? Both are on the score sheet, both played really well, scored and assisted on the weekend. To put in Hepper Murphy put straight back into the team, it's just really unfair and it's not no good for whoever's being replaced. So he's got his earnest pace back and he's got to wait there and he's going to be hungry coming off the bench. Um, but it's a great option to have, isn't it? When you've got uh, Crawley, who legs are tiring after hopefully taking a bit of a battering then he can run at them in the last 15, 20 minutes. It's um, it's it's uh, it, it's a useful weapon to have coming off the bench. So, uh, yeah, we've got no excuses, have we, really, with the team that we've got.
0: It's, uh, it's certainly uh, an interesting dynamic, Nick, because you throw into the fact that uh, that Wakeland played uh, against Arsenal in week and, and you know, he, he wasn't poor by any stretch of the imagination. No. And it has to be said, uh, and I tweeted as such, I thought in patches, Carnu looks like he's really going to be a player. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets, not necessarily tomorrow, but over the course of the season, Carnu's getting minutes as well. So we're mm-hmm. really starting to look like, do we need this other striker?
2: I, I think we've all said for a while that <clears throat> the, the, the front players aren't a major concern. Um, obviously, you know, everybody's saying, well, we want that six foot three centre forward. But I'd say that's not that's not the concern. And, you know, I agree with Ben that we pretty much stick to the 11 that, that started on Saturday. No, yeah. no need to change it. Um, and then, you know, after 60 minutes, and, and I think that's a probably only... Real criticism I've heard um, of Flynn from Saturday was that he didn't bring Wakelin on when they you know, he said Charlie, help, Charlie yeah. was probably tiring or, or um, you know, other players had drifted out of the game a bit. So, you know, maybe use of subs wasn't his strongest point. But, you know, you imagine if you bring on Wakelin in Hepburn Murphy with 30 minutes to go. <laughs> Is Ben said, you know, you, you know what a pair to bring on, and uh, let the other two run themselves into the ground for an hour, and uh, you, you know, you have got a potent weapon there. So, from the forward point of view, it's looking great. It's just, as I said, can we keep that tight midfield? And it's not the defence. You know, the, the team defends as a whole, and and that's what, what we haven't done. Hey, well, give us a coach's insight. he tell us. I you were doing
0: your Woody impression with the team defence as a whole. Oh,
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> You've had <laughs> a slow
0: week this week, isn't it? you're missing
1: all yeah. You yeah. Just, just, just be a... Don't do, go forward. He just say, give time for the team to gel. The defence have gelled together. I love, he <laughs> loves that, right? doesn't he? he, does, out, he does.
2: Yeah, so, oh. I mean, it's, it's looking positive for Saturday of, with the players we've now got available.
0: Uh, well, you mentioned the midfield there, and uh, it, it's clear that uh, Kent McEcrin and Khan seems to be the go-to free. we We've obviously discussed with our, um, let's say, with our defensive record, a a proper holding midfielder may be required. Uh, but yeah. it has to be said, in a, in a patched-up squad, in in the interest of fairness, Kinsella, who you would say is that player. We still managed to concede a hell of a lot of opportunities on Tuesday. So maybe it's it's almost irrelevant who plays there, next. So would you stick with the, the chosen three as they are?
2: He would definitely stick with the chosen three. Um, he, he seems to rate Khan. He said he was the best player on the pitch last Saturday. Um, so, he, you know, he rates him above Kinsella. And, and, and you know, uh, the other two, you know, you can't leave either of those out out of the team, um, Kemp and they, they get those two working together well and, and they're absolutely buzzing. So, yeah, to me, it's, it's those three. Oh, well, it's really difficult, isn't it? Because we all say, well, we want another hard defensive midfielder that can tighten it up. But, who, you know, who goes out of the team to bring one in? Do you change well, the formation? A... <laughs> Do you go one up front? Do you tighten it up?
0: It's an interesting one, isn't it? It's all down to, to people's perceptions. I mean, Garve. Um, As said there, I think the midfield is so much better with Khan in. If we had a a proper holding midfielder, Khan would be the first one I would take out. Um, And that's no disrespect to his performances. I just think it balances the team a bit better. Um, And that's just my opinion. Again, Ben might think differently. You might think different to Ben. And and that's why Flynn's paid the money to be the manager and we as a hobby come on here twice a week to just say (laughs) what we think. Um, hmm. Ben, are you, are you sticking with the chosen three
1: for tomorrow? Yeah, especially considering the opposition that we've got tomorrow, because um, if we had someone, if we had a, a team probably near the top who were expecting to challenge near the top, I probably would have had the more defensive option and have Kinsella about that. But um, against a team who are not physical, not overly league experienced, who are going to just try and play football themselves, which we know exactly how Lindsay's going to play, um, I think Having Khan is probably a, a good option. I would pick over the two. Um, and considering we're at home as well, because he, he does offer more attacking and on the ball. And he also is, he, he, he can look after himself as well, as we well know from last season. Um, yeah, McEachran picks himself week after week. He's one of the best players at, at number eight in the league. And then, yeah, obviously Kemp's amazing. And hopefully he'll unlock a few doors this weekend.
0: Woody says, Khan, for me, has been the biggest improvement under Flynn. Appreciate it's only a few games in, so it feels unjust to drop him. Don't envy Flynn. Uh, Let's move around the pitch a bit further then, Ben. Obviously, Hutton's going to come back in. Uh, Left wing back, though, we we seem to have gone from nobody to so many options. Um, Tarek scored his first goal. you got... Uh Genesini moved over to the right against Arsenal, but he, he's been playing at the left. Ward's played on the left. Blake Tracy can play on the left. Shade even came on and played on the left. Which one yeah. are we going with, Ben? Uh,
1: personally, myself, um, I think because he's a natural left footer, it would be Tarek. Um, I'm pleased during the present um, that Flint came out and said, Ward's a bit of a centre defender, and he much rather than at centre back. So I think that... Brief experiment of left wing back is now gone. Uh, I think in the transfer market, this is the error we need to address um, more than anything. Really, the left side because um, I I think well,
0: have we not got enough that, options then?
1: Well, I'm tired, it's okay, but uh, again on Tuesday I, I will sit there and every time we had the ball. I like, take him on, take him on. He doesn't take anyone on. He looks to knock it and smack it. And he's a bit like Ian Dolo. He, we, we've got Ian um, come on, you yeah, had it right last season. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 just, he reminds me of, of an eye and, and um load. Yeah, and yeah, he, and he's a similar type of player, really. Um, and he looks just to knock it, hit it and knock the cross in the earliest possible opportunity. And he's got decent crossing in him. He a couple of good ones. Um, now, uh, the new lad that we've got, um, he's a right back. We stuck yes. up the left. Genicini. He's pretty good. Um, he does like to take a player on, but he's right footed. So he's always going to cut inside and that's what they're going to try and keep on his left left foot all the time because he's going to wander inside. Um, so, again, I would like a, a proper natural left wing back. Um, so I would start Tarek, and, um, yeah, that's what I'd do.
0: Um, I um, Whether he starts or not, I would love the... Uh, Genesini chant to really take off that we shared on our socials last weekend. We, I, I've loved it. People have been, last couple of weeks, people have been sending chant suggestions because obviously we talk about noise at the county ground and fans and, and creativeness needed. So so I have had a few chants DM to me and I will post them out and say, yeah, I like this one or I'm not sure about this one. And, and the uh, the Genesini was really good. If you missed it, you'll you'll find it on our socials and I might share it again ahead of tomorrow. Just in what text,
1: because- it for Five, five, what do you sing us for it? So uh, Uh, we know where I go.
0: No, 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 no one needs that. I'm no, uh, I I may be classed as a YouTuber these days, but I'm certainly no KSI. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. That's for sure. So we've spoken about the back three, Nick. Um, We said individually, clearly good players. As a unit, it's not quite fully come together, but that's not just them. That's the team as a whole. Yeah. Um, I can't see them being changed. Um, I don't think um, the likes of Mintern, et cetera, have necessarily played their way in cont- contention after Arsenal. Um, but interesting comment comments in the pre-match today saying that uh, Flynn doesn't necessarily subscribe to the idea that we need this big physical, you know, leader of a centre-back.
2: What's your no, I, I, I think the reasoning behind that is that <clears throat> when you think of a, you know, a six foot four, six foot six center back. It's going to be all clearing headers, you know, up, up to the front of the pitch, um, hit through the ball, get the forwards chasing. Whereas he wants, you know, he wants to play out from the back and he wants to play the football. And he, he basically said, it's got to be the right type of player that suits how he wants to play. And, Yes, well well we've all said it, but we we managed to cope at Forest Green. And I think I think if I'm correct, both their centre halves and both their centre forwards were six foot two, six foot three, six foot four, and um, the goal they scored was on the ground. So we managed to defend those well. The keeper did well come for a few good crosses then and, and, and plucked them out. So maybe it's not as big a problem as we thought it was going to be. So I think he's more interested. I think he's more interested on the football. He's got some brains as well. Yeah. He, he doesn't just want, you know, the uh, the big lad that can do a job, what we would consider a League Two job. He wants more than that. And um, which is understandable. So I, I think that's that's his thoughts around that. He, you know, he said it needs to be the right player that will fit into the side. And, you know, in the moment, to me, the three have done reasonably well. Obviously, you know, we've, we've got to cut those goals out and we got dragged all over the place. I can't remember what it's their third or fourth goal. Where there's, I mean, just such a big hole in the middle of a penalty area, you know, there was a lack of communication there, and it sounds like um, they've gone through that over and over and over again all week, and uh, they're not going to make those same mistakes again because, uh, you know, he's going to be, he's been on their case all week from the bits you you pick up um, from the social media guys, so. Yeah, he, he wants, which is good, really. He, he wants the right player. And yeah, and we all want players to come in and <clears throat> strengthen the squad. But if he has to wait for the right player, as long as we get him, for, yeah. you know,
1: fair play.
0: No, absolutely. Um, Continuing moving around the pitch, Ben. Um, Ward's back.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, good backup keeper. I'm quite pleased to see him back. Um, he, Lovely, great that he's got a coaching role. So this is probably going to be his long-term home now as well. So from now on, we're going to have a backup keeper going forward over the next, well, he's 26 now. So six or seven years, he's going to be around and he's going to be doing his bit. And he'll probably play games. He's not going to be too bothered by not playing week in week out because he's got that coaching role as well. And also he's not coming up playing budget because he's a coach. So it's a win-win all round. He's not a bad keeper. He was a bit shaky on Tuesday, but we'll let him off that because he's not actually played since the summer. Um, but as a number two, he's perfectly fine. He won't let anyone down. We saw the back end of last season and um, going into the playoff, last season before last, going into the playoffs, he was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all positive. I think it's a great signing. I'm really pleased. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But uh, don't expect him to be starting tomorrow, do we?
1: Ben? No, no, absolutely not. No, no, no.
0: Uh, if anyone else has uh, new chant ideas for the season you you can obviously message us on socials, but if you want to put them in the chat tonight, we'll flash them up here as well, we'll just get everyone ready. Uh, Nick, do you think there's enough experience in the um expected starting eleven uh, to do this comment from Nigel just manage the game and stop panicking in the last few minutes
1: yeah
2: right i i I guess not, but how long have we been like that? Even with experienced players in, it seems to be a Swindon thing that, that mm-hmm. we could throw goals away in the, in the last few minutes of a game. Y- yeah. I, I mean, all last season, and I know we had different managers in there. I, 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 I think there's only one game where I said our game management was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, our, our game management has been poor. Um, so that, that is an issue. I mean, Blake Tracy, he's probably not as experienced as some of the players that are kicking about, but he's got enough games under his belt now. Um, yeah. With, with, with the others, it, it probably is light on experience. Um, so again, that, that's why I suppose we've all said we want that central midfielder, um, that, you know, like a, a McCormack, that, that yeah. that's the type of guy you want. that can sit in there, bark orders out, just hold it in, in, and, and control the game <clears throat> you know we've, we've been great moving the ball quick, moving the ball forward having those little runs but sometimes you just need to put your foot on the ball and, and, and actually slow everything down um, as much as Swindon fans hate things being slowed down um, but sometimes you need to do that so um, and and just get the ball you know, hoof it into the far corner and hold it on the bloody corner flag and we haven't, we obviously weren't doing that it, it wrecks them so we were unlucky with their fifth goal but you know shit happens and it will even itself out you know we were lucky at forest green when uh kinsella should have been sent off but you know that's the way it goes isn't it
1: yeah yeah, no yeah well just saying um with with the, the last game of wrexham game management starts the first 10 minutes of the second half just whatever yeah. you do do not let them back in the game um I, I said this the other day just the first 10 minutes just just kill the game dead, roll on the floor, do your laces up, slow the game down, shut the fans up, because eventually they'll start turning on their home fans, their home supporters, because they're one down and they're not expecting that. But they kind of didn't.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I've just uh, I've just seen Woody's comment and he said, uh, start of the Only Fools and Horses theme tune, I've got a sideo in my pocket, I've got a brew it at brew the back.
1: back. And oh. then he, just wants someone,
0: he wants someone more creative to finish it.
1: In a pocket, go. I've got to brew it out the thinking
0: caps on everyone.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'm going to I'm down think about that one.
0: We have to obviously look at the opposition as well, Ben, and it would be remiss of us not to start with saying, uh, because whatever we say happens doesn't, so we have to start by saying, Ronan Darcy almost certainly scores tomorrow, doesn't he?
1: Well, he's going to... We, we know he likes to shot, doesn't he? And he can ping one when he wants to. We'll give I'll, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll give him that. Um, so he's going to have an eye out for it. And um, I think one of the things for sure is Lindsay, he's a good motivator. I don't think he's a very good tactician at all, but he's a very good motivator of the side. He's very passionate and he's going to be getting, him. he'll get more revved up. He'll be all like that in the drafting before the game. Yeah. Um, so revving it up. Um, so I think, I think, uh, uh, yeah, they're gonna, you know, you, 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 you're glad wins and he Darcy can pick a pot, you know, a shot. If you give them that inch of space, they will, they will do something. So, um, yeah, um, I'll, we need to do a proper job. I think Sido needs to slay him down in the first ten minutes, and then he disappears as he normally does. Well, apparently
0: um, the quote is he's told him that they, he's stopping their friendship until full time.
1: Yeah. What Tido and Darcy? And
0: Ronan, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Well, he's just going to get him, just kick him around for ten minutes, and Darcy disappears. So it's um, yeah, uh, but yeah, they 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 have got. If you look at it, their best players are the ones that we know what they can do. Um, you know, your, your Gladwins and your Darcys, but we also know that if you put um um Conroy under enough pressure, he's a champagne player. Um, when he's got enough time on the ball to spray it about, it looks great. But if you Keep him under pressure. There's a mistake in him, and he's going to give away silly bows and um, give the ball away in silly areas. We just need to press high, which is what we do, Um, and we should be all right. But um, tomorrow is not going to go plain sailing without its danger. So there's going to be a few hairy moments, and there's full of ex Swindon players just absolutely gagging to shut us up. And Lindsay will have him up for it. Absolutely, will
0: It has to be said, old players uh, and old coach aside, um, you know, we have to put respect on the name in the the start that they've had. And despite that most people, including ourselves, had them predicted, and it may well prove to be true over the course of the marathon season, but the the start is different to what has been predicted to the end for Crawley. Uh, So they will motivation or not they're in a good moment and they're in good Mm -hmm. form and they will feel Mm -hmm. equally confident that swindon will probably overlook them swindon will probably go in like this i'm not saying this swindon will i'm saying this is what crawley will think swindon will go in thinking we've got this it's, it's only Crawley, and they can turn up and do like they've done to other clubs i mean uh, it was Bradford opening day. And, you know, yep. uh, Bradford themselves, f- from the highlight stuff and from what I've seen, they were good box to box, but Crawley came away with a win, as they've done other times this season.
1: Lindsay knows how quickly the, the, that, the Swindon fans can turn against their own team. He knows that. So if it's not going well after 30 minutes, we know we're going to start getting on their backs. Um, and, um, yeah, so he's going to be, he's going to want a fast start. Um, I think they're going to try and pinch one to start with, my opinion. Um, but yeah, he, he, he'll have a plan, he'll have a plan anyway.
0: Um, I when I was in a slightly less positive frame of mind earlier in the week than I am now, I described this as the master of the dull draw versus the master of the exciting draw um uh, however predictions wise i i've gone against the grain and not gone for a draw uh, i won't get you predictions yet but do you think it uh nick do you think it is a potentially a clash of styles or like ben said crawley will look to play football and that could play into our hands
2: i i, I think from the bits i've seen i watched the first half of the bradford game and and thought fair play crawley played really well mm-hmm. um was that because Bradford didn't? Um, Darcy actually had a really good game. So, you know, credit credit to him.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I saw the highlights. I think it was the MK Dons when they beat them. And they were just shooting on sight. Uh, I don't know how many shots they had in the game, but it just seems, from obviously, just from the highlights, <clears throat> every time they were around the edge of the box and they had an opportunity to shoot, they were just absolutely piling in, which is not like a Lindsay side you know his his old his mantra was box entries let's get it in the box get it in the box the fact there's nobody in the box to do anything with it, but that's a different story so <clears throat> i I think he seems to have changed the way he's playing certainly from when he was with us so from that point of view yes if they're if they're playing that type of football that should um in my uh it limited experience of coaching and the like play right into our hands because if they start playing football and, and, and their midfielder on song we should be able to tear them apart so <clears throat> um it depends what game plan he comes with you know if he if he wants to sit back and frustrate and hit his you know hit his long balls in for his uh, good old box entries um it might be a like you say a, <clears throat> a nil-nil or a 1-1 draw all day long. I can't see it personally. I I, I think he, he's he got a point to prove. Um, <clears throat> last season was nothing, because there was nothing on the game. They were already safe, so it didn't matter what the result was. Um, I think, you know, we were at probably 70%, and, and we won that comfortably. So, for me, the game is there for the taking, and and... We, you know, we we need to take that game. And, and probably the 5-5 game it's probably done us a few favours because uh, I think as Flynn is maybe not set out right, that ain't going to happen again. We are not going to give goals away like that again. So, you know, the players are going to be mindful of that. They're going to be on it 100%. And, uh, yeah, so let them play their football and we are, we've got better players in my view. I don't know much about the players they brought in. Um, like you said earlier, Telford's gone, but it seems um, Newport was his club when he scored his goals. And since he's left them, he's done nothing. And that's how it works with some players, isn't it? You know, McCurdy was their player. Brilliant. You know, mm-hmm. went to Hibs and, and did nothing um, prior to coming to us he virtually did did nothing so it's you know players have a fit into a team so uh yeah who they've got to replace Telford um I guess we'll see Saturday it'll be interesting
0: oh 100 percent um I don't want to talk about Tuesday just yet we'll come on to that in a little while Ben but one of the things I I did see um it a few people not a lot but a few people say was um, although they recognised that the plan was to help bleed in some of the, the younger players, um, it, it showed still the lack of depth within the team. Now, when you think back to how we started in the first half an hour or so of tonight's episode, and we're talking about could we play this player or this player and the options up front and making these substitutions after an hour and stuff. Uh, are we starting to look like, if it's as expected, and you've got the likes of Wakelin, Hepburn, Murphy, Kinsella, or um, mm. to come off the bench, possibly shade, um, one of Genesini or Tarek. Are we starting to see the depth become apparent and, and that there is is there quality off the bench? Is there game changers if worst comes to the worst?
1: Right now, yeah, it's fine because we've only got two injuries. Um, but we all know when like November and December come rocking in, we're gonna have eight or nine and that's when we're going to be short. Um, but you know, in August, well, August September time, you're carrying just one or two. There's no suspend, no don't have to worry about suspensions or anything. No one's on four yellows or anything. Um, I, it, the squad looks fine. It looks tight. It's just a bit later on when you know we, 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 two games a week's a lot. It's a lot, and players are going to get hurt. And the games are longer as well, so you need bigger squads because muscles are going to get tired when tired get muscles. they they injure easier Um, so I still think we need three, I don't know if we're going to get three, but I still think we need three.
0: There's a week left of the window, but more on that a little bit later (laughs) tonight Um, uh, I I say let's go round and get predictions, we hardly have to go round, we're all in one straight line on the screen Uh, but uh, I will go in alphabetical order and say Ben what's your prediction for tomorrow please?
1: Well, I've come out and I've been uber positive. I'm going to stay by it as well. I think Crawley are going to, for the first 10, 15 minutes, are going to combat us, give us a good game. We're going to get a bit nervous and then we're going to break through and get one. And then they're going to have to chase the game a bit. And I think they'll fall apart in the second half. And I'm going for a strong 5-0 win, um, two and a half time. And <laughs> uh, Nick? Uh, just,
2: <clears throat> just going back on the, the comment about um, the strength of the squad. Um, I think we've got probably 16, maybe 15, 16 decent first team players, Um, Uh, mostly cover for midfield and and attack. uh, We're, We're lacking cover certainly in the central three. So to me, we need another two minimum three players to have that strong. You probably want 20 players that are capable of playing first 11. So, to me, that's where, where the issue is. In he yeah. said he's looking to bring in two or three now, whether he gets them or not. Um let's hope let's hope he does. So that's on oh, that. On really? um, score prediction, I still think uh we will concede. I think we'll concede two. Um and but the positive is we will score four. So I'm saying four, two to ten. Uh, and that would be say. a nice score to Keep the entertainment up. let's keep the goals flowing get sure the tone could. end rocking
0: 4-0 uh woody said 3-0 one of those days my faith in us defensively <laughs> will come
2: back come um, on woody 3-0 our... woody 3-0 woody woody, woody. <laughs> I, said, yeah. said woody.
0: Our, uh, I said in our whatsapp group earlier tonight i'm going 4-1 Swindon win um i sadly can't see us keeping a clean sheet at the moment no no me um but i i do i do hope that, uh, that we are, you know, still basking in our slick, intricate, um, yeah. you know, um, what's efficient attacking play because that, that's what it is. It's efficient,
2: mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, well, actually, what, what, what was interesting about Saturday's game and which is why and, and it, it gives the point that stats tell you absolutely nothing. Um I think in the first three games, we, we had 60 shots, then scored, what, five goals? Um, I think Wrexham, we had eight shots, eight, yeah. I believe eight shots, six on target, and we scored five goals. Yeah. Now, I'd rather we did that every week, had eight shots and scored five goals, than yeah. 20 shots and scored one or two. So yeah. it, it just shows stats, you know don't tell you yeah, no, that's, everything. It's,
0: it's absolutely correct and it, it formed part of a discussion that, I think it was the one I was having with Woody earlier in the week where I I was slightly frustrated that um, we'd conceded, I'm, I'm going to get this the wrong way around. I think, I think Wrexham had 24 attempts on goal. I think, think it uh, Ars- was they Were they 28? I thought they were 24 yeah. and then Arsenal's kids were
2: 28. Well, maybe. maybe
0: It might have been that way round and I was like, that means in two games, we've conceded over 50 opportunities. And, and yes, uh, Woody made the perfect... I'm pretty sure it was Woody made the the absolute perfect point that you can concede as many chances as you want if they're not going to score them. And and it led to the conversation with Ben that, that this title came from. We feel that we're playing good, efficient attacking football where we're right. scoring goals. Um, and someone is due a hammering, but will that be Swindon dish out a hammering? Or someone of... Of better quality is going to give Swindon a That's hammering a, because yeah. of the amount of chances we concede. And, and that will come a bit more into fruition when we talk about Tuesday because uh, that has to be, uh, just as an opening gambit to that, uh, as talented and unquestionably talented as that Arsenal youth team is, that has to be these, probably the single worst display of finishing <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. They should uh, have scored about Fifteen goals on Tuesday.
2: I just sat there laughing watching it. It was so comical. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Greg says, uh, even Greg, hope you're well. Uh, Greg says, whatever the score tomorrow, I always feel we will concede. Yes, yeah. at the moment, I feel <laughs> very much the same. Uh, before we look back on Tuesday, uh, let's just fly through a couple of sort of any other business, we already mentioned it, but next week is shaping up to be a very interesting week at Fool's Rush In. So Bank Holiday Monday, all your usual uh, regulars are getting the the day to to relax with their families and do all these things that Nick and Ben suggested people do, although I'm sure they'll all actually be sat watching. As we welcome (laughs) Friends of Fool's on for a Bank Holiday Monday special, uh, we are due to be joined by uh, six regular contributors uh and uh five of them you'll be familiar with from previous episodes and a and a fra debutante uh so yes that i'm looking forward to hosting that one on monday it's always nice to hear different voices and get different opinions on things uh, so that should be fun and then friday uh transfer deadline day um we are currently scheduled to be joined by two guests we um, for anyone who's familiar with lower league look um, Doncaster Fan is coming on to, to help us preview the game at the weekend and, uh, someone who's very quickly becoming a fool's favorite young Alex is also scheduled to come on to help us dissect the transfer window in the final embers, but you may have seen a little bit of chat online and, uh, and it is true. I'm currently talking with Liam about trying to organize a, what we, what we would call a simulcast. Um, where they are doing their deadline day um, Twitter, uh, what they call space, and obviously we will have our usual live stream show, but we will intertwine the two, where we will be there to contribute to theirs, and they will be there to contribute to ours, all at the same time. How can screens. possibly go wrong?
1: Rocking the screens, unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs>
0: if if. if We pull off half of what me and Liam are are currently thinking. I will be very, very pleased. (laughs) It could be chaos, but it could be a very good deadline day coverage, which I'm hoping it will be. Uh, So please do join us and Lower League Look uh, on deadline day next Friday. This time uh, where we'll be previewing the weekend action and talking about all the last minute deals. I should also say, Swindon Town Women, fresh off their opening day win. They are back in action this weekend. Um, they're in the... It, it's a cup game away to... Um, I believe it's a team based down sort of London way. action, um, actionians. Aks- I think it would be pronounced. Yeah, something uh, like that, I yeah. I believe it's actionians, and I believe they are London-based. So if you're down that way um, and you're free on Sunday, why not take it? Why not go and cheer on the... Uh, women's team in the cup um would there be any other any other business to attend to before we look back on tuesday i think i think that is it for my notes but i'm sure woody who is very good at producing me live uh i'm sure he will put in the comments if i've forgotten anything
2: i I, Uh, I think what's been good this season as well the the uh uh, media guy, has been giving decent coverage of the youth side.
0: Yes, I've noticed, um, yes, the youth side are getting coverage. I've noticed the women's team are getting yeah. highlights on YouTube as well.
2: Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's obviously we're always interested in what they're doing. So it shows some of their their training up at the uh, Siren Sister, oh. well, I call it the Ag College, but it's apparently Ag University now, but it's the old Ag College from my days in Siren. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you saying about the youth team, I did see, I believe, tomorrow morning, uh, our youth team play Oxford. Oxford,
2: they do. Oh, go on. <laughs> go on, <laughs> so, so
0: Come on, the youth. Uh, Woody subtly saying, little plug, if you're free next Wednesday, come watch Bassett take on former Champions League team Cardiff Met. There uh, yes, go. he was talking about that last week. So if you're able to go and support Woody and Bassett, then please do that as well. Uh, let's, come on, let's Come on the youth, come on Woody. <laughs> come on everybody. Um let's have a let's have a little bit of a debrief on Tuesday then, shall we? As I said, it um the the game officially was a was a draw after 90 minutes. We we did lose on penalties, unfortunately for Ward, the only person to to miss one, although he probably potentially shouldn't have been on the pitch because he looked out on his feet, in my opinion. Um, it was uh, it, it was an interesting game. It, it wasn't one that was exactly littered with quality quality play, I would say, from, from watching it on iFollow. Ben, you were there. I don't know if you mm. have the same opinion. I'll come to that in a second. As I said, uh, Arsenal with arguably the worst display of finishing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and the two goals Swindon scored, well, we mocked Shade's Thunder bastard of a strike last year, but <laughs> Tarek, what a hit, son! And uh, and Waklin well, I mean, <laughs> I think Ben's the the still trying to sort his feet out. Uh, it, it, it was, I think, the best way to describe the game, Ben, from my perspective, at least, was the carnage.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit like that. It was a little bit circus act, really. Um, uh, firstly, there are some quality young players at Arsenal. Really, really slick on players. And once again, I don't know how Swindon keep doing it, maybe they keep getting dumped out of the League Cup first round. We always get the Premier League team before they loan out all their players. Uh, and we've done it again. And Arsenal, over the next couple of games, will not be as strong in the next couple of games. Um, but yeah, their, their, mid- their engine and the way they move the and their movement was absolutely fantastic. Um, Swindon just replied with a little bit more experience and a bit more know how and a bit more physicality. Um but yeah Arsenal should have buried six or seven to be quite honest. Um though Swindon had their moments themselves and played good, some good football. I was impressed with a few performances. Um but mainly uh, sort of midfield and attacking players. Um I think Hart could really do with going out he's only seventeen, bless him, so he could start going go back out alone. I think, ideally, ideally, I let Minton go to a National League club for a season. I think he did okay. Uh, and Paul Ward struggled, really struggled. Um, At the moment, watching him, I've, I'm watching him being like, is the step up? Because obviously, it's his first taste of men's football, the physicality and the pace of men's football. And he's uh, and he has moments where he looked quite good. But, yeah, he, he, he looks like he's struggling a little bit. And, you know... It, it, Uh, Hopefully he's got a knock and he will improve, but he needs to improve quickly because we can't, with a small squad we can't afford to be carrying anyone, especially at the back. Um, So yeah, he he needs to pick up really quickly. Uh
0: Nick, it's it's interesting. I mean, I mentioned that the poor finishing, and and it can't be overlooked that it was poor finishing. Sean says uh, I think they missed loads because it's the Swinning curse on them. Uh, ben mentioned Minton then and Hart. I believe Hart got one off the line. Minton did another two off the line himself. Oh. So, I mean, there, there's us saying that we can't defend, and and the the proof was in the pudding. They they did have far too many opportunities, but when it mattered at the absolute crunch time, they were there when they were needed, weren't they?
2: Oh, I, I mean, it's fantastic. You'd you love to see that. I mean, so I, I, I only ever played football at a, at a local league level, but it was great when you had games like that when the team you were playing against was far superior to you, but you're hanging on at every last ditch tackle, clearance off the line, and in they're great games. And I'm I'm sure the ones that did that would have enjoyed that. But like like Ben said, um, and Garv. They weren't awesome just because they were Arsenal. Come on, mate. Let's just see. They were terrible. But, I mean, their players, um, strength and speed. Now, yes. obviously, they, they train it at premiership level. They're, they're youth team players. I mean, I think they had some 16-year-olds in there, I believe, 17-year-olds. Um, but they, they were so strong and so quick. Now, part of that is quickness of thought because mm-hmm. uh, they were just getting the ball turning. I mean, a number of times our defenders got turned and, and they were gone. <laughs> so it was just like um, wow. they were phenomenal for that. But honestly, I say I sat there and it was, I, I just sat there chuckling because the, it is like they're never going to score th- in the month of Sundays. It was Oh my God! How can you miss so many chances? It was, it was comical. I mean, the their coaches must have had them mean for shooting practice the next day. Surely, hit the and and the stupid thing is, um, the I mean their shots when they took it around the keeper and they were fluffing it, missed kicking it, no power. Penalties, they absolutely smashed them.
1: <laughs> I was going to
2: say every single that? one. Why didn't you do that in the game? Smash the bloody thing! But yeah, but it's showed that- it showed a different in class of player, and and they they were yeah. absolute class.
0: Speaking of different class of player, I, I know I'm not the only person to have suggested this, but there was one player in particular, and I, I'm, it's going to be one of these where I put you. I'm going to do a Ben, uh, but I believe it was Mario Cozier-Dubri, who mm. again, right up until the penalty area, he looks like he is going to be a player. But unless he learns how to finish, he is not going to be a player for Arsenal. Because he <laughs> looks sensational right up until the penalty box. And and if we were to take him on loan, I would not be disappointed. But I would be begging he does not shoot unless Flynn gets him in for training. Because okay. we, we have we have plenty of people who can score goals. But the stuff he was doing, like you say, power, pace, speed of thought for such a young man, I was very very impressed by him, Nick.
2: Yeah, and and that you know I think they've got. Um, one of the best academies in in the Premiership, and you look at the pool of players that they can call upon. Um, I mean, at any London club there there are so many good footballers at a young age. I mean, they they play this um from very young kids you know they they play this cage football don't they where where, where they're in the uh, areas where you they've got to be tough to play that and, and survive it so then if they've got a bit about them and get into an academy you, you know it. what are they in there from eight years old and they're schooled in uh, professional men's thought of the football and and you are going to get decent players. So, uh, you know, it's it's a different level, totally different level.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, what, what interested me, Ben, and, uh, and I'd like your take on it. Um, obviously, those of us who weren't able to attend or watch and we had the the benefit of iFollow reminding us, but it did seem at full time, no one seemed to realise that there was a penalty shootout if there was a draw and we just watched streams of people leaving. Uh, yeah, someone well, had to come over the tannoy and say, where are you going? There's a penalty shootout.
1: Me, me and Kieran were sat there, we were watching the game together and, like, we were just going, like... Uh, we we were just had we'd prefer it if Swindon didn't score on it because occasionally we'd break and just go, no, I don't score. So we wanted the penalty shootout. <laughs> and, um, and, like, uh, we... When the final whistle went, everyone got up and maintained went, Is that it? Is where's everyone going? Because everyone around us just up and started leaving. We just carried on and sit that's a penalty shoot out gonna happen. And then like the players just started talking on the pitch. They weren't going off. And then everyone sort of like looked around each other and just sat back down again. And it was like, Yeah, it's the penalties. Because we're so used to losing that it was just like, Oh, it's a draw, isn't it? And we didn't know what happens next because we always lose. Um <laughs> So it's just, it's just like, oh, oh. Oh, really? this is nice, <laughs> and um, we had the penalty shootout, which is just a little extra fun. To be quite honest, it's quite nice watching it when you know it, it, it really doesn't matter that much. No one was really it, it, it's you know we prefer to win, but um, just for the sake of winning a penalty shootout. But you know it, it, we we weren't crestfallen that we lost. The so said The, the, the Arsenal and the bench was... worked hard for it, all linking arms together and all like it's the World Cup final. And <laughs> I was waiting for all their penalties, all their the, the players lined up in the halfway line, all linked arms at the halfway line, expecting them just to sprint towards the keeper. <laughs> so, but the no, last penalty went in. But um, yeah, they that, that dropped a little bit short of that, but they were very pleased with themselves. Um, so yeah, I, I guess they played in front of a crowd for the first real time, and it, against a full-blown men's team, which Swindon pretty much were. I guess it's quite a feather in their cap, really, because these developed teams don't do too well. Uh, but it was God. it was entertaining. It was a good crack, and it was well worth the ten at the end of the day. It all drawn, a penalty shootout. The standard of penalties was
0: much better
1: than the ones we took against Peterborough. That's for sure. So we some training. And I'll give Wardy a bit of credit here. It was saved. It was pushed onto the post. It was on target. You know, there's been worse ones that have gone in. And the, all 10 of them were decent. They were okay. I was impressed by the Swindon penalties. I was impressed with the composure. And the Arsenal penalties, though, completely. Bored. He could have, we could have two wardies in goal. Would have got he no was getting nowhere away.
0: near saving nowhere any. Near any of them. any And he's
1: quite good. At, uh, he'd be quite confident when he gets penalties because that's really his forte. But, um, yeah, he didn't get close. Uh, I like clinical.
0: I like Garth's comment in the chat. I told Dan and she didn't believe, especially when everyone stood up at the end.
2: <laughs> yeah, fact, Garth, I can't believe that uh, you were telling Danny something that she didn't know. What's going on, man? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, Ben, I understand you met Garth for the first time.
1: I did. I was on the phone. Sky rang me, bizarrely, at half time. I was looked up there and they- uh, I, I was, I was in the. Uh, the i really you half time
0: of a pizza pot game
1: for. Yeah, I know they wanted to tell me some insurance, my telly. Um, so I was just oh, like, are you oh, you going to do
2: ahead. an interview. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I looked at, and I saw him doing up, so I, I had a quick chat and said hello and how are you doing and shook Garv's hand and it could good to see them both. Really, obviously we knew Danny, I knew Danny from the uh, Christmas day, but I've not yeah. met Garv yet. He seems a lovely chap. Hello, Garv. Yeah. He's a lovely man, though so it was a good singer, a good couple. I like him. Do
0: you think if we keep complimenting him, at some point we'll convince him to actually come on the show? I mean, I, I did. Love keep, for, for those who were at the live show, I did sort of organically keep asking Garve questions to give him the confidence <laughs> yes. to come on here sometime. <laughs> he I said it was
2: like being at school at the back of the class.
1: <laughs> I. I... <laughs> I really don't see a problem with both of them being on, and they can both. Oh, Danny's you know, coming on in
0: a few weeks. So yeah,
1: that's... I think, you know, we, we, we see the Archers on, don't we? So I see no reason why we can't have Garb and Danny both on and, um, and him expressing their views. And, and, and they're both quite positive as well, and there's not that many of us. So it's, um, yeah, so it would be, it'd be For good a to hear we're a good family there
0: may be the, there may be the 12 of us in the intro video but we're, we're a family of people much bigger than oh us. yeah
1: we're all close we're I all think, close Please the other it.
2: thing from tuesday you haven't mentioned was three thousand three hundred. Yeah, I mean, 3 crowd. That's yeah. i mean that's that's more than some league two sides get isn't it so uh yeah you know i thought that was very impressive
1: yeah no absolutely well i to be fair, Arsenal, that you know, you're going to see some at least some championship players of the future there. So yeah. it's it, it's worth popping down. And Swindon are taking a little bit more seriously with the cups. It seems as that way. They did against Peterborough and they didn't I was expecting Swindon at halftime to sub your weight cleans and everyone, just get them all off half time and just play the kids second half. I thought we'd get absolutely muddled second half and they didn't. They in fairness, they kept the first team players on. And it was it was the younger players. They on oh, By the way, you've not mentioned him yet. Can we just give Carno a shout out as well for his mentioned it uh, earlier. performance? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that was before the Arsenal segment. Now we're going to mention with the Arsenal segment. I thought his movement was spot on. He worked really well with Wakelin. Um He worked tirelessly. He was unlucky not to get a goal. There was one little mazy run that he did at the start of the second half where he he didn't, <clears throat> he, he caused them all sorts of problems. And I think, again, he's another one that I'd love to see at a National League side towards the end of the season and then possibly start to break through next year into the first team the, regular. I,
0: I don't know his name, and I apologise for not knowing his name, but the other young striker who came from the youth team came off the bench. He looks like he's got something about him as well. He's also got a bit of, considering his young young age, he's got mm. quite a bit of physicality about him, it seems, as well. Is
1: I that the international? No, no, our player. No, no, that's Arsenal's um, player. Oh, that's our, our air player. player. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm probably gonna butcher his name it's like a doo-doo or something like that um oh, oh yeah um don't but know. yeah he, he looked he looked like a, a full-grown adult and he had a bit of pace about me looked the part so He's like I think,
0: He's
1: about sixteen. yeah no but no i mean he, he, he I, I don't know his age at all but he he actually looked like he he'd been around for a while he, he, he looked, you know, he looked a bit older than his years. Um, a, a dude, a dude, a boodoo, a boodoo, a
0: boodoo,
1: a boodoo, a, bodo, a bodo. He looked really good. He looked really good. And um yeah, just for his first outing, um he didn't get that much of the ball, but he was tenacious and you could see the movement that he was doing. It was quite good. Uh,
0: Gar says, I thought Ben would be a giant like the rest of you guys. He clearly doesn't look at our social media posts, does he, when we post pictures?
1: <laughs> no, I'm tiny. tiny. I'm, I'm little. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, mate. Yeah,
0: no, my height and even more lovely yeah. in person. Good seeing. You.
1: Um,
0: you. for those who were interested, um, Gav's clearly not been paying attention to the rest of the discussion because he's been busy with the only fools and horses chant. So he started with, "We've got a sideo in the pocket. We've got to brew it at the back, uh, and you won't stop Kent Shaw or Austin from the pen spot. And FBT is our man."
1: Edgy is our man. Because where our love, love comes from is no mystery. mystery. As we follow
0: them all over, even fucking Grimsby.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's a roundabout driving you berserk, but Flynn's mighty Swindon will always work. La la <laughs> la 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 <laughs> la la. Gavin, la,
1: la, la, big hands. <laughs> well done,
0: Super, gaff. Well done, mate. I want everyone cheering that on Saturday. <laughs> We'll post. We'll post all those words on our social media so everyone knows knows the lyrics. Uh, don't have them the watch board, on the scoreboard. Oh, that's very American, having the words to the songs on the scoreboard. Oh no! Oh no, Ben! Unbelievable. Um, all in all, um, a draw after ninety. Unfortunately, lost on penalties, but uh, a good workout, Ben. Did you did you see enough that you know there are there is talented young players coming through. First team players got minutes,
1: etc., etc. I was really pleased that the whole because it was pretty much our second string with a few youth. I'm pleased with Wakelin's performance. He looked really handful all game. Looked really really good. Uh, me scoring quite often. I was really pleased with um, uh Tariq was okay. Um, Yeah, on a whole, I was all right. I was quite pleased with it. Uh, My concerns are the backup defenders. Um, And um, uh, I think Brown looks okay, but again, I don't think he's ready for first team football yet. And it was poor old Kinsella just trying to keep Arsenal at bay by himself as defensive midfielder. Go
0: for Gandalf,
1: was he? You shall not. Yeah, and he broke like a little Rottweiler trying to run around kicking them, but he wasn't getting close to them because they were just so quick. Um, so bless him, he worked hard, but he, he, he did his best. But he needed some support there. And um, Paul Brown was just being overrun. Um, we do need another big stacking midfielder. And I hope I hope that's in the manager's plans because... Not Anthony so because he's too old. But if we could get someone like him... Even if he just in his like mid, early, early 30s and just starting to wind down a little bit, then so we, we wouldn't need him every week, but just come off the bench when we do. That'd be good.
0: Um obviously I had to, due to unforeseen circumstances, cut Monday's episode just a little bit earlier than I'd planned. Um, so I'm not gonna go over everything that we missed, you know, that there, there's plenty of time for other discussions, but there's there's one thing. If you guys can just indulge me in a little bit of not negativity, but pessimism, just for a minute or two. Uh, There's something that we haven't discussed on the pod yet. Um, Sponsor number 1876 was recently announced. We have an an added time sponsor. Now, it seems that we have sponsors for just that thing. And there's been some that I've said sound really fucking stupid. But if there's, I've never heard anything as Timpop as an added time sponsor. Um, We won't spend too long on it, but as it's been a a slightly shorter than normal episode, Nick, what was your reaction to an added time sponsor?
2: Well, I think you can look at it two ways. One, you can say, how bloody stupid is that? And how does it work? The, the, you know, so people have said, what if there's no added time? Do we have to pay them money back? Or what if there's too much added time? Do they have to pay more money? But I suppose you've got to say fair play to the commercial people. They've oh, got they have hell of a job. Yeah, oh, yeah, they've got a sponsoring where there's, there's no more room on the shirts, the shorts, the socks, the boots, whatever. <laughs> They're literally so, uh, sponsoring time. I know. When, well,
1: we're going to look like Formula One drivers soon, and just sponsors all yeah. over our shirts everywhere. So,
2: fair play, you can get a sponsor in for. I th- I think we ought to get sp- sponsors in for the 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 clock. Um, that would be the next <laughs> thing. Uh, you know, let let let's get it for the floodlights because uh, we're probably one of the still few grounds that we've got these proper floodlights with all these yeah. new grounds going up. There's there's probably a whole load of other things we can sponsor. I was, so thinking we about
0: the, I was thinking about what you said about the kits, Ben, about how we're going to look at Formula One drives. And I think what they're basically looking to do is, you know, the um, roundabouts on the kit, e- each yeah. little bit coming off the roundabouts the is going to be a different bit. sponsor. <laughs> yeah. And then on the blue one, where they've got the really nice white lines down, and the white lines just be replaced by the sponsor's names in diagonal oh, lines. The the yeah.
2: You haven't seen the third kit yet. God knows what <laughs> that's going to look like.
1: Save on tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me.
0: says, I believe they're putting into the club so much dosh per minute. Um, yeah. Woody wow. says, is the tunnel sponsored? Surely that's a great opportunity.
2: Yeah, um, plenty of room to I put names on top of that. Surely
0: surely
1: it's quite american though isn't it we did mention like it is quite american it, you know you, you'd go and your half-time sponsor is wix worlds and <laughs> it's it's quite it, it's an american thing to do and you it, know it, it's making the club money if it's making the it's, club money this is so. the
0: reason that we're still doing the physical program is because we have to put like there's only five pages of actual club news and just the rest of it is sponsors
1: advertising yeah advertising, <laughs>
0: advertising. Um, one other thing, just bringing it full circle back to uh, well, back to Wrexham, really. Uh, we heard from Flynn apparently that the head of referees apologized for the award of the free kick for the fifth goal. Um, I did see some fans debating this online, but ultimately, I, I don't know if you two agree it doesn't really mean anything at this stage. Him apologising doesn't give us the points. It's it's irrelevant. If, if anything, it just antagonises the fans that a referee that they weren't happy with going into the game has made a mistake that some people says has cost them the result. Other fans were a bit more pragmatic and say, it wasn't the referee's fault we conceded five goals. True. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it, it's all good and well, them hands up and apologising if, if they feel they've got it wrong. But it's almost irrelevant three days after the event, isn't it, Ben?
1: I quite agree. Oh, it's not going to get some point back. It's nice to come out and say, "Look, we've made a mistake," but you're going to rectify that. You can't, can you? You can't give us our points back. So we'll definitely um,
0: give you a decision down the line, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's just like going like. Match we'll we'll, give, again, you, we'll, we'll give you a, we'll give you a penalty against Crawley. Just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I
2: think the th- I think the thing that it does though... <clears throat> And and yeah, you're right. It, it in one respect it means it means nothing to us as a club, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but what but what it does say that um, at least the people in charge of the referees are recognising that mistakes are made, and yeah. and you know you learn by your mistakes. Now, if I don't know how they do reviews of referees and, and trainers, <laughs> sponsor steward, um, and. You know th- th- those sorts of things can be shown to highlight the these are the types of things that you've you know you've got to be a hundred percent sure if you're given a handball it's it's no good you think it was and that's probably what happened and he was influenced by the crowd no doubt uh, with the pressure they were putting on so if if that can be used as a learning tool going forward that should improve standards doesn't do us any good but you know for the future it, it's it's better than you know them sticking. Oh no, the ref was right. The ref was right. You can't criticize a referee. He was right, and and they bury their head in the sands in in support somebody when they're wrong. So from that point of view, I think
1: it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah no, I quite agree, quite agree.
0: Well, gents, uh, thank you very much for your time this evening. With it being a small panel, we were able to get through everything quite quickly by our standards. Um, so I would like to wish you both and everyone watching and listening along. A wonderful bank holiday weekend. Uh, ben, I know tomorrow in particular is very uh, important for you and your family with uh, Fred's birthday present as well. So I hope that you all enjoy the occasion. I hope all the Swindon fans uh, are loud, proud and keep the three points in Wiltshire. Enjoy the game. I will be back on Monday with our special panel of Fools friends. As I can still see, uh, Sound trauma sponsor of Groundsman, sponsor of fork, sponsor of Steward is all coming through. <laughs> Uh, in the chat Um, yes I will be back on Monday with a special panel of some of our favourite friends to offer a different voice um, and I'm sure the same opinion let's hope they are discussing a win and not a defeat in the meantime we have been fools rushing thank you very much for your time this Friday and please do have a wonderful weekend
2: come on you reds (laughs) Take my
0: hands, take my whole life too. But I can't fall in
1: love with you.